0: Welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire war games. I'm your host Albert, and this is episode
1: 201. And uh, unboxing videos are, of course, the beauty pageants of war games.
0: Hi, Jose Ruiz. Welcome, uh, Stuka Joe. I don't know what name you normally go by, but I've seen I've seen especially Stuka Joe online. Uh, today is a special day. We have a guest. Uh, Stuka Joe, who is designer of the CDG solo system. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Do you go by Joe or Jose or Stuka? Or what?
1: You can call me <laughs> Joe, Jose,
0: uh, or okay. either. The, so, so Jose has designed the CDG solo system, which is a system to allow a person to play s- card-driven war games by themselves. Um, and it's something you could already do. But the problem is, I guess when you play a CDG, if you're playing it solo, unlike other war games, there's a little bit of a surprise that you lose because in CDGs, you have their card driven games. Each player has a hand and you're hiding the hand. So you came up with this really neat system for this. And you've published it online, I guess, for free. And now it's getting professionally published and printed by GMT Games, which yes. I thought was pretty darn cool. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. So, so. Do you want to tell us about yourself first? You you have an online personality yourself. I know you do videos and stuff. You mentioned videos already, right? So,
1: yeah. well, uh, my name is Jose Ruiz. I live in Puerto Rico. I've been a war gamer since I was about 13 years old, which is around 1974, and uh, I I I started doing videos in around 2013. Because I had a bunch of, a lot of war games and I wasn't playing them. So videos was a way of forcing me to play them. And I, I really enjoyed the process of making videos, editing video. And I've had the channel Stuka Joe since then. We have uh, reached 7,000 subscribers, I think, two, two weeks ago. Oh, wow. And okay. So I do a lot of playthroughs. I do uh, unboxings. I, uh, I do a lot of different kinds of wargaming videos. And uh, it was doing these videos and playing games that I came up with this solo method, which I published in BGG because I I really love car driven games because they're very uh, evocative and and they have a lot of detail, a lot of events, but uh, the experience of playing them opposed as uh, compared to playing them solo was Mm -hmm. so very different. I mean- for the worse when you play solo because yeah. you, you play with all cards face up and you know what everybody can do, what the other side can do. So I decided, you know, there must be a better way of playing these games solo in a way that you play both sides. Not, It's not an, an artificial intelligence. It's not a bot. You play both sides to the best of your ability. Okay, and so, that's... you know you,
0: men- you mentioned your your video channel. I'm going to include links for that so people could could check them out. I think I came across your videos a while ago, and I watched. I'm pretty sure it was yours. Um, Raid on Saint Nazaire. Yes, Is that one. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to say this, but I watched it and I said, you know what? I cannot keep this game. I'm never going to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool, and I want to play. I really want to play it, but it, it was it was a big commitment. So I finally just I think I did it a uh, a pay it forward exchange on on BGG and let somebody else have the game so they could give it a try. <laughs> but well, it looked really cool. It was just, it's one of those things. Just, I'm just not going to play this. I'd <laughs> love
1: to. <laughs> I do videos sometimes and people say, oh, the video is great, but I don't like the game. So I'm not purchasing <laughs> it. And I say, well, I just saved you $80. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. My, my problem is I like the game, so I'm not purchasing it. <laughs> I'm not playing it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I, I have come across your videos at least that one time. Which is yes. neat. So, you were talking about the CDG system, though, and telling us what it's about. And you came up with it to play this multiplayer games by yourself with that element of surprise that you don't normally get when
1: you have a CDG. Do you normally play two-player games by yourself also? Yes. Uh, uh, I play team. solo games, but I like to play two-player games and to playing each side to the best of, of one's ability. And, of course, mm-hmm. some games are easier to play than others. Some have so much hidden information that it's really hard to to play them and cdgs have hidden information but uh i found a way of playing them where this this way and and it was based on uh, uh an old avalon hill series Upfront front which, mm-hmm. which, which is a card game a tactical world war ii card game and you play uh cards and it had a solo uh some solo rules and i and, oh, and I remember okay. that. I said I remember playing up front. There may be something I can I can bring some of those mechanics over, and I and I created the the, the CDG solo method uh, using those mechanics. Where in in essence, what it is is that you play both sides, and each time you're going to mm-hmm. play one side. Not all the cards that are face up can be played. There are going to be some face down, and there's going to be a random element, a die roll, which determines uh, which face down cards will be flipped face up. And which cards you can play, and it's always between two to two to two to four choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you always have choice, which is something that I found uh, as war gamers. I think they have a common thread. Everybody wants to decide something. I mean if you can't decide anything at home, at least you decide something in a when you play a war game.
0: Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And so so you only draw in are you're only
0: choosing from a couple cards to play at a time. So that gives you a little bit of a surprise, I guess, when you're playing. Because you don't you, you're sort of not seeing your opponent's entire hand.
1: You don't see your opponent's entire hand. Normally you see sometimes you see it's, it uses a display of five spaces where you play the, mm-hmm. place the cards. When, when I go and play one side, I see two cards face up on the other side. And then the side that I'm playing, let's say has three cards face up, but I have to roll a die to see which of those cards are playable in addition to which of the face down cards I can flip face up. So in essence, each time you play a side, you don't know which cards you can play for that side and you don't know if the opponent will be able to react, even though the opponent has face up cards that will, uh, react successfully to your move, but there's no guarantee that the die will allow you to play them. So it's a, it's, it's mm-hmm. a way of reducing choices, but you always have two to four card choices, uh, which is significant. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes what happens is you think, uh, oh, I got this move down. I have Now I'm going to play the Germans, and we have the card. You roll the die, and the, that card's slot doesn't come up on the die, and you can't play it, and it's like it, it's not there. <laughs> so, And, and yeah. other times, you don't have any card. You roll the die. You flip one of the cards f- that was face down. You flip it face up, and you go, wow, oh, this is the card that I needed. <laughs>
0: nice. Okay. And I like it. So, so if you have the cards face up, because you're going to roll the die, you don't know which ins- you, the opponent is going to play. So you still have to make a choice about which card do I want to play? Because I guess if it's a two-player game, I'm thinking there's a chance he has this card A and may, may attack over here on the left, or he may have another card and do a different maneuver. And I don't know. And I kind of have a feeling he has both. And and with your system, you may know both of the cards that are out there, but you don't know that – you know he can probably play one of them but not the other, and you don't know. Yes. So, so you got a tough choice on how to deal with that.
1: You're always going to be able to see when you're playing one side – some of the cards on the other side. And it can mm-hmm. be from two to four cards face up on the other side. But there's no guarantee that when the other side plays, after you make your move for the Germans and you're going to play for the Americans, there's no guarantee uh, that the Americans can play that card that is face up that that would really be the, the logical solution. So it, 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 it adds uncertainty to the play of cards from both sides. Mm-hmm. and it it reduces the number of choices, so players don't engage in this analysis paralysis that happens when you play with all cards face up you're 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 making you know uh in your head combinations if I play this card he's going to counter with this card and it it's just a headache to play that way you're reducing the card choices and you're introducing a uh, an element of uncertainty which I try to always uh. Reach what I call the 50% level of uncertainty because all card driven games have a 50% level of, un- of uncertainty. I'm playing against you, right? In a face to face game, mm-hmm. I know all my cards, you know all yours. So I know half of the cards mine, and you know all of the cards yours. So here it, it is transposing that 50% uncertainty each time you play one side. So that's what I was trying to, to, to get. And that's what uh, the special die that the method used, the results. Uh, attempts to reach that 50% uncertainty. Okay, very cool.
0: And so so the system, you already said, it, it's not an AI. You're not choosing, I'm going to play the Germans and he's playing the Americans tonight and, and I'm going to kick back and watch what he does. You're still making choices for him. Just yes. the you, you add the uncertainty and you've reduced the number of choices so it doesn't become too overwhelming for him and you're not, in a way, yes. you're not having to play the full game for your opponent. Um, and so you're still choosing what pieces to move on the map based on whatever card draw or however the game
1: works, whatever, whatever mechanism it has for doing all that. Yes. the, uh, the mm-hmm. Actually, the first version of the method, I had to change it when it came out in 2016. It was that you chose a card, and then you would roll a die, and the, the die would tell you if you played that card or some other random card was played. And that caused a lot of havoc and unwanted results. So I flipped it around in 2017 to... You roll a die and the die gives you the choices of how of which cards you can play, and you always choose. So you always have to choose among the options that the die gives you. Mm-hmm. And but ideally- the options are limited. It's two to four cards to choose from. And and four cards is very unlikely. So it's really two to three cards each turn that you're choosing. Four it mm-hmm. it can happen, four, but it's very unlikely.
0: Okay and you're you're trying to, generally speaking you're trying to choose your opponent's best move for him what what do you think the person would do in the situation that they have
1: and and it's okay yes and it's okay when i'm playing the allies in paths of glory i'm going to play a card it's okay to look at the other the other hand oh he's got that card because it's not a guarantee that mm-hmm. that that card will be played yep so it's uh, you you don't have to burden yourself uh, some people try to play these games with all cards face up and trying to forget the hand that you just watched on the on the Axis side when you're playing <laughs> the Allies. That that's that's you know, that's uh that's a painful experience. It, it is, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not gonna work, honestly. You could try and you could try and gonna say, Okay, I know he has all these cards and I'm gonna pretend I don't know this. So I'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. this movie even though no, he's about to wipe me out when I do yeah. that. So <laughs> and you can play those games, but it, it yeah, it's hard. It's
1: it's a mind game and, with yourself. And it's you know, th- My idea is, listen, I'm not going to replicate the face-to-face experience. It's not going to happen. The idea is to create an experience that is enjoyable. And the uncertainty gives that experience, you know, it's entertaining. But you always have the last choice. I mean, it can come to, I'm going to play the Axis now. And I roll a die and I have just two choices. And they're two cards that are, man, they're the the worst cards. But I still choose. choose. I choose the less of the worst (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you always choose and people like to choose and and make their decision count. And the idea is if you enjoy playing the game this way, you're going to play the game solo and you're going to learn the cards and, and card driven games. If you don't know the cards, when you play an opponent who does, you're, ah, you're going to lose Yeah. because the cards is everything. So, so that's the whole idea is to get people playing their card driven game solo so that when you play face to face, you know, what all the cards, all the cards can do, and and uh, and I'm very happy that GMT picked up uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the the method because it's been I had it on my uh, I had it on the on the on the Paths of Glory page yes. since 2017. The new method, the final one, and the great thing when when you have something that's community based and people uh, like it is that a lot of people were testing it. And we're testing it with their favorite games. So we started. I started to collect what I call the play sheets. That's yes. these are the sheets that are specific tweaks for each game. So if if you go to the 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 BGG page, uh, the files page, you'll see the CDG source book, and there's tweak sheets there for a lot of, of CDGs, and uh, including commands and colors, including uh, okay. Empire of the Sun. And I had a help help from, and I have to say. From Chris Crane, he was a fellow wargamer who took this to heart and made some tweak sheets for Empire of the Sun, Wilderness War, and others. Nice. Okay. And, and, and so final yeah. And, the, and, you
0: said these are available on the Paths of Glory page or each game's respective page would have them?
1: Because I use Paths of Glory as a demo, as a video, demo video. I, I placed the file. You can go to Paths of Glory's. File yeah. page at BGG, and there you will find the CDG solo method and the source book, and you and you will get the displays yep. that I made. Uh, now I'm, I'm sure GMT is going to make uh, a lot more uh, better looking product, and of course <laughs> GMT is making uh, also tweak sheets for their right. games that uh, that are not there, uh, yep. and specifically newer games.
0: Okay, so I will include link directly to your document so people could find it on BGG directly. Sure. And then you said that has all the tweak sheets for all the different games in it already also, in that same file yes. page. So so they could see what games it supports already with your existing version. And you said this is the second version. You had an older version you made, and the you got a lot version. of feedback from it, and then you yeah. made updates.
1: You're going to like this anecdote. It's uh, When I started the, the, the method, the first thing, uh, as I told you, was a method that you would nominate a card hey, I would like to play this card and all the cards were face up you nominate it and you roll a die and either the die told you yes you can play it or a, another randomly selected card oh. was played so <laughs> somebody wrote to me and said hey Joe I love your method I, I'm playing Paths of Glory I had a great time and and I was playing the campaign game and the Russians captured Berlin in the second turn and I'm going well that's not supposed to happen <laughs> <laughs> wow, and, okay. what happ- and what was happening was that that the, the die roll selected the card, so you had all these irrelevant results coming up. So I said there must be a way to, to, to change this, and I changed it to having the die being rolled first, and the die gives you the cards that are available for you for you to choose from, and then you choose the mm-hmm. the, the card that makes the most uh, sense.
0: Yeah, so so you get more you get more choice effectively because now you get to pick which cards to pick from, and mm-hmm. And um, your choice matters because it's not a die roll to see if it happens or not. In yes. Way, right? So that that is nice. Okay. And this is the version that
1: GMT is publishing, then. Yes, that's the okay. version that they're publishing. They have GMT has a a new uh, section called yes. uh, G- GMT One, and yes. uh, so they within GMT One they they have uh, one of their designers, Ken Con, uh, is the one who is going to make the, the the components and the uh, they call them the play the play sheets, which I call the tweak sheets for each of the games, and they're coming up with a an initial kit that has six games, but they they added one more recently. They have uh, Washington's War, Paths of Glory, Illusion Illusions of Glory, Commands and Colors, Rising Ancient. Sun. Uh, it, it has a, no, uh, uh, what was it um, Washington's War. Mm -hmm. and uh caesar rome versus gaul which is the mark simonich game that came out recently Mm -hmm. and then they announced that because they're publishing now from the p500 the samurai battles uh version of commands and colors Mm -hmm. they're they're gonna throw in the the player sheet for commands and colors of samurai battles there and then what they intend to do is they'll do different kits of what you know uh periodically a GMT ha- is the company that has the most CDGs out there. Yeah, and you, absolutely. You, they have a ton of them and, and, and CDGs are here to stay, you know, and it, it, <laughs> yeah, they've been here to stay
0: for a while now. I remember when they were still kind of a new thing and it's like, wow, this is exciting. But now.
1: Yeah. It used to be that the old, the, the, old the old guard, you know, they, anything that wasn't hex encounters was oh, frowned yeah, upon. No. <laughs> oh, cards and <laughs> war a games. a real game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, That's the right. cards is, I, I, I love games with cards. You know, it's a, uh, uh, yeah, and CDGs may have the events distilled on the card, so it saves you from reading ten pages of rules. You know, you that's have right, that, yeah. what you have to do right there on the card.
0: So. The rules on the card, and 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 they're so interesting because a lot of times they they really add a lot of choice. Because some in some games you're choosing whether you play the card for the event or for movement points or for yes. something else. And it's, it's like, oh, I, I really want to do all of these. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that can be tough.
1: That's fun. That's a lot of yeah, fun. And the cards normally like the high valued cards like in paths of glory, you have cards with a ops value of, of four mm-hmm. the the you, do I play it for the ops and get four points or the event is equally dramatic because mm-hmm. the cards that have a, a value of two there the event is kind of puny <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so uh you know it's uh it, it's tough decisions you know
0: yeah it really is it, it, it's so much fun it really is so much fun so so these sheet sheets you're mentioning they're basically. Like add-on rules for specific games because each CDG tends to work. They're driven by cards, but they're different. Some you have yes. bigger hands, some you have smaller hands. Some the cards do a few different things; others they don't, and so yes. on and so forth. So each sheet, sheet is basically tweaking, like you said, tweaking the rules for that game.
1: It's it's the adapting the specific rules of that game for the for the method for the system. Yes, okay. and it's and then the idea of the tweak sheet is one uh, lettered size uh, player aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, back printed, so it's two pages max. I mean, the the system is going to have its rules, but I think the system's rules are three four pages plus yeah, the tweak sheet idea. is two more pages. So it's not and it's not complicated at all. It's it's very intuitive. And after you uh, after you pl- play a game with the method, some people that that wrote to me say, "Listen, I know you don't have tweak sheets for such and such game, but I'm playing it with that with the method." So Many of the CDGs can be played this way, but some people always ask me, can all CDGs be played like that? And mm-hmm. uh, right now, I'm, I'm not saying a categorical no, but because if you take, for example, Combat Commander, it's a CDG, yep. but it has an opportunity fire mechanic. So how do you uh, simulate that? And I'm sure that the good folks at GMT, they, they're putting their brains together to, to come up with a solution. I so, hope so. so <laughs> I uh, like that
0: game. Yeah,
1: that would be great if we can come up with Mm -hmm. something that uh, on those on those grounds. And in Twilight Struggle, you got the headline phase mechanic, the headliner card mechanic. That first one, where first uh, phase, where both players pick a card and 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 face off against the other player's card. So I don't know how that would be done, but I'm sure the more you have people thinking about it, uh, the better chance you have to come up with a solution. Because the idea at the end is you, you want to play your games, you know.
0: And so, I mean, technically, with just the basic rules, you can in theory you could play any war game, because you could already play without your your solo system. You could play both sides. This is the the yes. the rule system is streamlining part of that. So you could still play it and not streamline whatever parts you can't streamline. Yes, I mean you don't want to
1: streamline. Yes. In in reality, what the C D G solo system is, is a it's really a card selection process. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could probably use it for games that are not labeled as CDGs, but have use hands of cards. Mm-hmm. We're going uh, to get to
0: that because I came up with a list of games. I want to see what, what if it works with these games or not.
1: Well, I'll, oh. I'll try to, to guess <laughs> to the best of my ability and, and, and look in the future. <laughs> we'll see. Okay.
0: Um, so let me see. I've got other questions for you, though. Um, so you've already mentioned about the six games. We're not limited to using it. GMT is going to include the the six tweak sheets plus a couple more we're not limited to using it with those we're not limited to using it with GMT games even the GMT edition could still be used with any game correct
1: well the, yes because of this I mean it's the the base rules you can use them with any CDG mm-hmm. uh, and uh, of course you're gonna to have to make tweaks for some special mechanics in some games and just use your common sense but the, the the idea is eventually GMT will make them for all their games, yeah. And I don't know if the other companies will want to use the the system for their games too. So
0: I can't imagine they wouldn't want to if somebody's gonna want if it's gonna help drive sales. The question is, does the, the person in the company see a value in solitaire gaming that sort of thing? Which a lot of times is not the case. Some companies just say, oh,
1: solitaire games. Who cares about that? I don't make yeah. any money there. Yeah, but war gamers we're 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 far and apart. Yeah. <laughs> so so they, they know that uh, you always if you see the tendency in all the major companies is to, when the when when a game comes out, a two player game is always to include some type of solitaire provision or or at least some tips of how to play the game solitaire because uh, people the the, the people of the companies know that uh, it's it's the exception and not the norm when you can find some an opponent to play a war game.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you could go to bgg anytime you go to any games page you go to the forums and look at a variants or questions one of the first five is always is this game playable solo (laughs) everybody wants to know everybody wants to play are there are there a lot of opponents in puerto rico where you're at or or do you have to play mostly online or remote i I haven't found any i think
1: i'm I'm the only war gamer on the island well there must be but but people play here warhammer and those things and space games and, and i'm more like a I'm more focused into history. When I say history, the past, not
0: mm-hmm.
1: not uh, science fiction and all that. So, uh, okay. So, you so you enjoy the war games in part because
0: of the history. So, so a yes. uh, space corpse game is just not as interesting, even if it's a fun mechanic. mechanic. No,
1: I mean we played Catan here, and, and oh, so yeah. if, if you have the right crowd, I'll play anything. But but, but yeah. If, but if it's for me to to do a video on a probably. Uh, it's going to probably be a war game or or, or a historical game. It doesn't have there have, there don't have to be any bullets flying. There can be a game, for example, on the Berlin airlift that I think uh, there's mm. a company is going to come up with a game. Really, and that's that interesting. Be. You know, yeah. Twilight Struggle has a lot of events where it's not actually war, and it's an interesting game. So it, it's for me, it's the history that that uh, clicks with me. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you have a, a preferred time period? Anything but World War II. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, you know, I'm not, I don't have anything against World War II. That's the, you can say it's a war you can trust, right? That you have all Mm -hmm. these exciting battles. You have the Battle of the Bulge. We're in the same game. The Americans uh, get attacked. The Germans are on offense and then the Germans are on defense. So, so you got, you know, you got the marquee campaigns of World War II, but I like to learn about other conflicts, Okay, and and the great thing is uh, nowadays, because of the internet and the proliferation of gaming companies, not only in the United States but in other parts of the world, you have a lot of game companies producing uh, very interesting materials and in games on subjects that are rarely gained. I did a recently mm-hmm. a, a series on a playthrough series on the war for Turkish liberation. This was a nineteen twenty. A war between the Turks and and a, and a lot of other factions. Okay, which sounds interesting. It's very very interesting. There's a lot of and, and magazine games uh, which get criticized a lot because sometimes they're people uh, think they say they're not fully developed. Uh, in magazine games, you see a lot of these conflicts and new mechanics coming out. I'm, I'm a sucker for magazine games too, so okay, I, I really mm. like enjoy it because it's think about it. In what hobby do you get? the hobby in a magazine if you're a, if you yeah. like cars you don't get a car in a mag- in a car magazine
0: right yeah yeah <laughs> so. that's right yeah I, I have I have not looked into too many of them but i know there's one magazine i forget which is a big one it brings a, a an issue and it'll have a game and tons of articles about that games whatever subject it is right yes. so if it's, like you said Turkish independent you'll have three or four articles about Turkish independence about the maybe some of the different battles during that war and whatnot and then you got a game on it
1: how cool yeah, is that? it's it's uh, you can't lose, you know. I yeah. mean, if you like wargaming and you like history, it's and there's a lot of magazines good, and uh, and I think that it's they're, they've they've improved lately. I mean, the games are not as underdeveloped. Some t- sometimes they are, but the, even if they are, what happens is that the game is good. The the the, the wargaming community they will do the player aids and post them on BGG to improve them. So, oh, okay. So so even if it's
0: a low-quality print job, sort of thing, they're going to make
1: it better. Yeah, sometimes it's a matter that because of cost, they weren't able to make a player aid in a in a in a in a sheet in a, in a paper in a letter-size sheet, and somebody comes and makes a player aid, and then suddenly you don't have to consult the rule book two hundred times to play the game. Mm-hmm. You, ju- you just use the player aid, and the game is a lot more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: easier to follow. along. All right, so so let me ask you more about this uh,
0: CDG solo system. I think. Well, we kind of talked about it. It's not only for GMT games, even though GMT is publishing it. And your version is still going to be the print and play version is still available. So if you don't want to dish out the almost nothing for the GMT version, I think it's like twenty something dollars
1: or so right now. At least Just, the P five hundred is like twenty bucks, I think. It's fourteen dollars, but oh, but wow. the but uh, GMT is going to publish the uh, the display. And the rules and the player sheets for free in their website for download because they recognize ah, okay. this is a community thing. The the fourteen dollar kit is the professionally produced kit by GMT. So if you don't have these manual skills, you don't feel comfortable yeah. with your uh, manual skills, then you purchase the, the GMT product. But if if you if you feel okay by downloading it and you have a printer and you have access to you know mm-hmm. card and that, you can you can do it yourself. But uh, they're gonna do they're gonna do these kits like periodically, coming up with five six games in these kits, and and of course, the die is a special die. It's a six sided die, but it's a special <laughs> die. Okay. So it, so that's gonna come with the, with the with GMT's uh, edition.
0: That's nice. Okay, so you could always go and, and download it for free, or you could buy and support them for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's really neat and a good idea. Um, and you mentioned you, in passing it's part of a GMT one, which is their new. I don't know their, their new brand for, for their solo game design house. And it's not necessarily about making games that are solo only, but adding solo options to other games that they print and publish. And yes, so this is part of that. Yes.
1: On they're, they're, if you see every GMT game that's coming out, it usually has some type of solo scenario or, uh, some type or suggestions mm-hmm. on how to play solo because they recognize that, that that's, uh, People like to play yeah. their games and, and learn them by themselves, also. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. Um, so let's let's go through my list of games, and, and you're gonna tell me which ones work and which ones don't work and why using the CDG solo system. So the first one you've already mentioned—it's Combat Commander
1: Europe. Well, when when somebody uh, comes up with a mechanic for the opportunity fire, it will it will work. But uh, for now, I don't know how. <laughs> okay.
0: And so, so an opportunity fire is basically in, in uh, Combat Commander when I'm taking my turn. And this, this is also true in. Um, what's that game called? Oh, shoot, why can I not remember the game? It's right there. The Awakening the Bear. In, in that game, the opportunity fire is you take your turn, you play your card, you move your pieces. And while you're moving your guy, because you're standing up and walking across an open field, your opponent can say, wait a minute, I'm taking Opportunity Fire. And I haven't played in a while. But if I remember correctly, they use a card to do that. Yes. So the issue is, how do you simulate the
1: a person, the opponent, interrupting yes. your turn? So, for example, you're moving in combat, commander, and you're six hexes away. You start moving your squad. So, what when do the does the other side decide that you are not playing at that instant because you're playing the Americans mm-hmm. and the Americans are moving? When do the Germans on the other side start firing? When you move to four hexes? When you move? Three hexes away. So that's that kind of thing.
0: And it's tricky because it's basically, again, on the cards in the person's hand, because those are the ones that give you the opportunity to fire. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So that game, not so much, unless you want to manually deal with that some other way, but it sounds like it would be tricky because it will kind of go against the idea of having the the hidden cards and visible cards on the tableau. Okay, um, another one I mentioned is Conflict of Heroes: Awakening the Look, It was listed right in front of me. I could not remember the name.
1: <laughs> oh, but that's but but I, I don't think that's a card-driven game. It has cards. You're right. An, it has. It's card not a card-driven driven. game. Actually, it's it it, it has the cards. That, it I think uh, enhance the play, but it's not really a card-driven game.
0: Uh, you're right. So, and so it's action. You select who you want to activate and then they have points and you can keep using them until they run out of yes. points and then they don't activate somebody. And it's, I go, you go, where you keep taking turns. I activate this guy. Now you activate yours. Now I move mine. Now you move yours. Now I move mine. Now you move yours. Now mine ran out of action, so I activate somebody else. Now you go and move yours. Yes. And so that's going on. There's no cards, but occasionally I could choose to throw in a card. Mm-hmm. I could see why that wouldn't work. Okay. How about España 1936? I think that was published... By Devere, maybe or something. I don't Vier, remember. A Spanish yes. publisher it was a few uh, years ago. do not remember that game.
1: Years. That's a Spanish game. Spanish Civil War, and it's CDG. I, I, that one I'm, I haven't I have, seen in a while. Yeah. The the one that I know it's a CDG Spanish Civil War is Crusade and Revolution.
0: Okay, I didn't know
1: that. That one, one yes, you can play because it's the same. It's uh, the same as Paths of Glory. It's okay. the same system as Paths of Glory, Crusade and Revolution, but Espana thirty six, I'm not I don't I don't remember how that one works.
0: I don't remember I played it once years ago and I, I don't remember it all. But I know it's C D G. It's different than any others I had played. <laughs> oh, you're gonna go check. Listeners, he is standing up, he is looking at his game show. Which is massive and full of cool war games. Um, all right. Oh, we, I thought you were getting up to look for the game or something
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, I had, to, I had to let my dog out <laughs> Oh
0: yeah yeah I get that. I got a cat that is in here and sooner or later he's gonna scratch my legs for attention then I'll yelp <laughs> uh, So okay so espana 1936 we don't know maybe maybe not Here I stand so th- I picked this one because this is it's definitely a car driven game but it's a s- six player game it's I mean. a multiplayer
1: yeah. game yeah I think you can, I think you can use it. Now, it has a it has a reaction, mecha- uh, not a reaction, it's called a, I think, an intercept mechanic. Okay. Where, where you can intercept movement. So I think something would have mm. to be created for that. Uh, kind of like a combat commander, I guess. Kind of, yeah, but not so drastic as, you know, counting hexes. It's usually, I don't know, if you move adjacent, will they intercept or not? You can probably add a random die roll to that. Ah, and, that's right. And use some criteria but I think those are I think that that's a kind of game that I think GMT would be working on to to add to one of the modules uh, okay. kits
0: so now if it's a six player game would I then need five sets of boards one for each opponent's decks do you think if or playing, or I, could... I mean,
1: yes you can play well, now I play England and I, and I roll the dice and and these are the cards that I can play for this particular turn for Eng- for England, and then I go yeah. and play. Yeah, I mean, you it's uh, you can okay. use it with multiplayer too. Yeah. Okay. Because the thing is, you're playing one side at a time.
0: Yeah, that's right. So you, you just really need a, the the tableau for each side that you're playing it using it with. And I guess I could say it's in a in that game. I think you could also have three people against three people, sort of thing, or, or two two. In, like if you only have three players, each player controls two sides or something like that. So I guess yeah, you could I, even set something like that up, where you have two AIs playing two of the factions, and you play the other, the remaining faction.
1: Well, yeah, yes. You, I mean, you could. I, 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 I think that game has versions that with less than six players, you can play also. Does it? Okay. So you could. It, it's just you play when you're going to play a particular faction. You you just roll the die, and and that will give you the card options that you can play. Gotcha. I guess <laughs> that's a dumb question, but I guess you could also do it as a
0: as a zero player game, where you're you're let By that, I mean the the uh, the card system is controlling all the players, and you're just doing the rest of it for it.
1: Well, the, <laughs> I mean, the, I'm not sure I would. What, no, the, the the you always roll a die for for any for any faction that you're playing. And you play to the best of your ability. Uh,
0: oh, wait. So so you're saying if I'm playing a two-player game, I'm, I'm still rolling for both sides doing the same way?
1: Yeah, when, I, I'm, ah, playing, I when I'm playing Paths of Glory, right? you have the central powers and the allies. So I go with the central powers first, right? Mm-hmm. So I roll the die, and I choose the best card for the central powers. And okay. now I'm going to play the, the allies. I roll a die, and I reveal what it, any cards that have to be revealed, and I play the best card for the for the allies. Now I go back and play the, yes. Uh, I see. You play yeah, you to the know, best of your ability. I had way.
0: completely missed that. I thought you're only using it for one side and the other no, side, no. you're, Oh, okay. No, no, use so it for looks, both sides. And a lot of the stuff you explained earlier, makes a lot more sense now to me when you're talking about the 50% and, and that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wow. Yes, when you're, when you're going to play one side, the die will tell you which cards are available. Even I'm going to go and play the Germans. Now my, my turn to play the Germans. There's, Two of the five cards face up. That doesn't mean those cards will be eligible for play. I roll the die, and maybe one of those cards is eligible for play, and then I have to flip one of the face-down cards, and that's Mm -hmm. the other card that, and I can choose between those two. See, so so the fact that when I go to play one side, there's a card face up doesn't mean that that card can be played.
0: Gotcha. Okay, interesting. Okay, so you could use it with any number of players. A game with any number of players. Okay, how about from Columbia Games, Richard III. So that's a CDG, but it has blocks, right? It so blocks. you cannot see your opponent's pieces, which might just mess the whole thing up. I guess. <laughs>
1: the thing with block <laughs> games is, yeah, that's. I know people play block games where the counters like line up and which you can see the strength, but I, but I, but that's the cards there. I remember they, they, they enhance play, mm-hmm. they, to 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 move and to fight. Well, you play, actually you do play a card. Yes. You play a card that has a value. I think, I think you probably could. Okay. I, but I, you, I, I guess have you're to right. To, any still any have game to... that you have to choose a card to play to do what you have to do, you could probably use it unless it has some reaction mechanic or opportunity fire that then you have okay. to factor that in.
0: Okay. And, you would still have to deal with the issue of the block, so you probably would have to keep them face up, like you suggested. You know,
1: yeah, I mean, the, there's no other way. Yeah, yeah, gotta... <laughs> yeah. and that, and that's that, that, that fifty that half of the enchantment of the game disappeared.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it might make it more chess-like in that case if you could see all the blocks and all that. I don't know. That's that's interesting. You... Anyway, so I'd be curious if somebody tried it. How about Fort Sumter, which is I guess it's also a card-driven game. It's very light. It's from GMT. That came out a, a couple of years ago. I play with my son occasionally. Yes, but it
1: has uh, Fort Sumter. The thing is, I remember Mark Herman wrote to me. Okay. He wanted me to make like a module for for Fort Sumter based on the Cdg Solo system. And I tried, but the thing with Fort Sumter, it, it's it has some hidden elements that are very important. Like uh, I remember that it has. Uh, that you choose an area. At the you have three, of,
0: uh, you have two cards or three cards at the beginning. You pick one and you're going to play it face down under your. Yeah. It's board. like a,
1: it's like your secret card that you choose yep. and the other side chooses a secret card. And I couldn't come up with a way of, of soloing that because mm-hmm. I mean, so uh, I, I never, I never, I told him Mark, I, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to, how to, how to use this for that, that specific mechanic, because that's, a very important aspect of the game.
0: Yep. Now, I think they're, they're coming up with another game in the same series. I, I'm i assuming it's based on the same rules or not. And I think that one somehow supports solo play. So maybe they've come up with a system for it. I think they're going to have they're a solo
1: module there. It's a red flag over Paris. Okay. Yes. I think that's Fred, Fred Serval's game. Okay. That's, yeah.
0: I don't, I, I don't know too much about it, but I did uh, back it on, on GMT's page. I'm looking forward to that. That sounds interesting. Um, what else do we got? Four times okay, not a war game, but it's all card driven, and I've got tons of cards for this. It's Magic the Gathering.
1: You know what? I don't have Magic the Gathering.
0: (laughs) No, have you ever played it? Uh, No, I haven't played it either. No, okay, just as well. It's it's a fun (laughs) game, but man, it's such a money sink if you get into it, it really is. Like, you know, like any other hobby, because <laughs> I see your shelves of games. You probably see my shelves of games. That's a money sink. <laughs> but So I think, it, based on everything you've told me, I think you could do it, because it is a card-driven game, and each player has five cards, each round at the beginning of the round. Is it the beginning or the end? I think at the beginning, you draw a card, and then you play a card, and that's the whole game.
1: Okay. So well, it seems like it should be quite doable. It should be, yeah. I mean, it's a matter of somebody doing the tweak sheet. Mm-hmm. Outside of GMT, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they might not do it. Yeah, wizards of the coast may not appreciate that. Okay, huh? Who knows? okay, and I've got one more on my list. This is, this is a little bit of a long episode. We normally keep it under thirty minutes, but honestly, I could keep talking because I find all this really interesting. Um, Dominion would. It... That's a, <sighs> that's, Dom- a car, that's a card. That's a
1: deck building game, right?
0: Yeah, it's a deck building game, and, and I don't know why I threw it in here because my my initial guess is no way, impossible.
1: I know, it work, it I haven't figured that. I can't tell you that. I've played Dominion, but... Yeah, because each I
0: round you're buying card, right? So you're playing the... Well, you have a hand of cards each round. Each round you're drawing five cards that ran from your deck and playing them... I guess you're playing them all in what order. But then the big choice is what are you buying? So you'd still have to make that
1: choice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it might... The hand management part might be doable because... You got to choose what order you play your cards. So I guess there is an issue of not which card you play, but which order. And you'd have mm. to figure that out with the system. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll work. Somebody should try it. Know. Somebody <laughs> can try it. Who, who, yeah. who makes
1: Dominion? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Oh, I should know this game. That's okay. It's not GMT. <laughs> no, not GMT.
0: Rio Grande. Oh, okay. Rio, Rio Grande. Grande. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely a euroish game. All right, so that is the end of my list. There's a bunch of games and I think that should give an a good idea to people what this system is like and, and how to use it. Um it's it's
1: it's, it's, it's a it's, a, it's a, an alternative there. Some people still like to play with all their cards face up and that's I mean, I always say for CDGs to play solo and what rules you're going to use you only have to convince one person, it's yourself. So <laughs> whatever whatever works for yep. you. You know, go for it. But yeah. this is just an a, an alternative to play your CDGs in a, in a way that it's uh, it's entertaining, and if it's entertaining and you and you have a good time, there's more chance you're going to play the game. And and the great thing yeah. it's it's been tested for the last almost four years. And that's mm-hmm. why that's why GMT picked it up. I mean, it's yeah, it's been there since 2017.
0: Are they doing any extra development above what's already published or is it basically rewriting the rules or reprinting them and, and the game is going to... No, be- the
1: thing is, they're, they're going to try to make uh, player sheets for all their right. CDGs. So the challenges are like those, like for Twilight Struggle, how do you recreate the headliner phase? For Combat Commander, how do you do the opportunity fire? Mm-hmm. And, and they got a, a lot of talented people there at GMT I mean they, these people are, are really something they can come up with amazing stuff so exactly. uh, it's, it's just great that they're you know they, they have this they they're working on it and uh, and I'm looking forward to see what what other games are gonna come up mm-hmm. with the with CDG. solo and I'm I, and I'm not saying that every CDG can be played this way or any game with cards can but uh, it, a lot of car uh, driven games can be played like this
0: yeah it's basically it's another tool in your tool chest.
1: Yes. For ways to play your games. Absolutely. It's another another tool, and which is simple. Which is yeah. that's what I wanted to create something simple, because yeah. I know there's I know there's games out there that have bots with flowcharts, and and some people say, <laughs> man, the, I'm getting a headache with these flow charts, You know. Yeah, cuba but libre.
0: So. I've played that, I played that and I liked it, but yeah, it. It was slow going with the flow charts. Eventually, I, you know, I, I threw out the flow charts and I just started playing to it, the best of each ability. Play it to the side. best it of your best ability. Yeah. yeah.
1: But whatever was, works for you, but you have that option. Some people love the flow charts. So it's like, it's yeah. not, it's not. Uh, and I know people, some people with the CD solo method, they've been, listen, I don't like that. I like to play this other way. That's fine. I mean, it's yeah, cool. uh, for the it's taste, colors oh. were made, right? So yeah. you pick your favorite uh, flavor for your favorite way of playing CDGs.
0: Exactly. What, one last question. How Does it
1: make the game play faster or is it still basically the same? Well, that's and one go. thing that most people say it plays faster than if you're playing with all cards face up because when you play with all cards face up you go, okay, I have these five cards in mind and me see which one where I play. Oh, you can counter this and then I can go. And then you're, you're stuck in that analysis paralysis. Here mm-hmm. you're just two or three cards you, you choose from and you only see one or two cards there. You're not I mean, uh, it, it okay. moves faster. That's the the feedback I get from almost everybody. That the game tends to move move quicker.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, that makes it more accessible for me then, because my biggest issue with war games is they take so long. So many games, even not even war games, like a lot of euro games nowadays are just so long, and I, I just don't have that kind of time anymore.
1: Yeah, I know. So,
0: cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talk to tell us about the the. CDG Solo System. I'm going to include links for everybody to find it. I'll include links for the current versions and GMT's page where to find it and your videos and hopefully everything I can think of. Um, Good Congratulations on getting it published and look forward to seeing it.
1: Okay. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks.